It's Tuesday at 8pm and you're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM. You're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM. So I recently came across Tango Street Food in Killarney. It only opened a few years ago during COVID and makes artisan pizzas cooked in a real wood-fired oven. It also does traditional Argentine empanadas and handcrafted sweet snacks and desserts. Last week, I spoke to Pamela Newman to find out more. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Pamela, you're very welcome to the best possible taste. I think that the listeners are going to be very interested in your story, which started in Argentina, went to Spain and has ended up in Killarney in County Kerry. You do come from a hospitality background, don't you? Your your family has hotels in Argentina. Hi, Sharon. Thank you for having me. And yes, actually, um, I grew up in a bakery. And then my parents decided to change business and they uh, sold the bakeries because they started with one, they had two, and then they sold both bakeries and they built a hotel. So pretty much I was at the beginning in the bakery and then running uh, (laughs) through, you know, the reception, let's say. So then in terms of your career, I think it's interesting that you did go into a hospitality career, but it was in the travel industry in an online capacity. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I didn't study hospitality myself. Actually, I studied political sciences, uh, human sciences. Um, But when we moved to Spain from Argentina in 2015, uh, it was easier for me just to keep doing what I have done all my life. So basically, because I, I was growing up in the hotel, I ended up working, you know, with hotels. So that's the reason I joined a, a big company um, whose headquarters were in Mallorca, where we were living then. And I was assigned to the Irish market. So a little bit, this is where the story began, because I was traveling to Ireland. And I told my husband, listen, this is a place where we can really live. I, I told him uh, and then we decided to come together to evaluate it, let's say. And we felt it was a perfect place to, to raise the children. We have four boys, uh, which is not so common in Spain, I, I should say, maybe, you know, nowadays. Uh, but in here, we felt like we belonged in a way, you know, a big family. That's really interesting, you know, that the the place really appealed to you the first time that you visited it. Because, I mean, Ireland is, is glorious, it's gorgeous. But whenever it comes to the weather, we're definitely not recognized for having great weather. So a lot of people in Ireland would probably find it very strange that somebody would choose to move from a climate like the one in Spain or Mallorca to the one in Ireland. Yes, and this is a funny story because actually um, where we come from, it's the South Atlantic Ocean. So it's pretty much like the weather here in Kerry. So I grew up with a very similar weather to the one that we have here, except it's a bit warmer in the summer 
uh, which is in, in the um, opposite month, yes, because summer for us in Argentina is January, February. Um, but apart from that, then the rest of the year, the, the weather is very similar. So it's like, I feel like home in a way, you know, and if you go to the beach, the ocean is, is very similar. Um, and then when we moved to Mallorca, it was actually too hot for us. <laughs> so, you know, like to be there on holidays with your drink, with your cocktail and the little umbrella is fantastic. But then to be working every day with 40 degrees is not so wonderful. <laughs> I can imagine now, yeah, as you say, like it's great whenever you're on holiday, but not ideal working conditions for, for people, for some people anyway. And you now have your own business in Killarney, Tango Street Food. How did it come about? Like whenever you, you first came to Ireland, was that your vision to start your own business or did you do something before that actually happened? It was, it was. My husband, who is the chef, comes from a hospitality, you know, food industry background. Uh, it was his idea to always start something, but he was not fully confident with the English. So what we thought was, okay, let's give it some time. Let's adjust. Also, let's find our place, you know, uh, let's get to know more about the culture. How is it for entrepreneurs? How is it to build your own business in here? And it was actually, you know, it's like Ireland is very welcoming, not only the people, but also in terms of, let's say, Enterprise Ireland, local enterprise office, all the um, helps and support that you get, you know, the, the networking is just amazing. And that's how we... After a few years, and then, well, there was the pandemic. So I, I guess that this also helped. It was the final push that we needed. You know, as how many people decided to, to become sole traders or build their own companies after the pandemic. So that's when we thought, well, let's, let's get this done. We need to first try if there's, you know, room for our product. So we started with a small food truck in Macros Road in Killarney and it was incredible. We started in the summer of 2021 and after just a few months trading there, uh, there was a possibility to move on to fixed premises. So let's say a brick and mortar, uh, a small, I would say 25 square meters place. So we um, moved there and we opened our doors in January 2022. So this was a little bit more than a year from now. And that's how we started there, yes. So for people listening then, they, they're dying to know what you actually sold in the food truck. And it was artisan crafted pizza, but it was Argentina style. Yes, so... Um, the story with Argentina is that, you know, it was a nation funded by immigrants because the natives were just a very small population. So uh, since we started receiving people from abroad, it was first the English, the Irish. Actually, if you go to Argentina, you will see loads of trains are still, you know, like the railroads were built in 1850 by the, by the English and the Irish. We have stations called Harlingham or... You know, um, there are funny stories of how connected we are. And isn't there somebody on the Argentinian soccer team that has a very Irish name that has 
Irish yes. relations. Yes, McAllister. Alexis um, is the son of a very popular football player. Well, we say football. <laughs> it's what you know as soccer, but for us it's football. Um, who was, I think that Carlos McAllister was a player in Boca Juniors, if I'm not mistaken. My husband is a specialist on the football side. Uh, and Alexis is uh, one of the sons. And he was one of the stars in the last... World Cup. That's right. So of course we have claimed him now as as one of our own. <laughs> of course, nice to here in Ireland. So uh, apologies for interrupting you there, but I just wanted to put that in there whenever you were talking about the Irish. Absolutely. Lessons. So um, by the beginning of the twentieth century, we started receiving loads of you know Spanish, uh, Italian, German, Polish, uh, European in general immigrants. So what happened is like. You know, basically, as you put, you know, all your fruits in a mixer and you come up with a wonderful smoothie, uh, this is what happened, actually, with the European cuisine in Argentina. So all this influence, it was somehow uh, adopted and, and recreated in its own way. So I would say that when it comes to, for instance, pizza, um, Argentina is one of the countries that you can find the best pizza in the world outside of Italy. So we have our own style. Uh, you have the traditional Napolitan pizza, but also you have um, the pizza, the molde, we call it. So it's the one that you cook in trays, you know. Um, and we also have some very particular uh, items, just as the fugaceta. Fugaceta, for instance, is a stuffed pizza. So the Italians, when they came to Argentina, they, they were amazed by how much of everything there was there, you know, like uh, mozzarella, everything was in abundance. So they created this pizza, which is like uh, two uh, pizza discs filled with ham, mozzarella, and topped with uh, caramelized onions. It's amazing. Sometimes it can get to two kilos or more. So it's giant pizza. Um, and this is one of the specialties that we also have at Tango. So that's how it started. Uh, the food truck was tiny. So the possibilities were a bit limited in terms of, you know, it's not a full kitchen. So we started with the pizzas in a good fire oven with, with real timber. It was a small, small oven, just one pizza per time. So my husband was truly doing miracles in there. Was that pizza oven inside the food truck? Yes, we built it, custom made. So oh. every time you open, you know, like the counter or, or, or the door facing the public, we had to put every day the pipe to get the smoke coming out of there. Uh, it was a, a very nice work that, that we did there. Um, we still have the food truck, but well, obviously we are not in a position now to move around because we are in the shop, but it's still there. So it's, it's very uh, funny to see how we build this, this system with a good fire oven. And when we moved on to the fixed premises, then we were able to broaden a little bit the, the menu. We added the empanadas. As you know, empanadas is the most widespread, let's say snack, but it's also like a full meal in a way because you can have one, you can have 
more than one and it will be a full meal uh, across Latin America. But each country, you know, if you go to Peru or Colombia, Venezuela, they have their own empanadas. So obviously in Argentina, we have our own style. Um, we have specific places selling empanadas where you go and buy by the dozen and this will be your full fix for the night you know a night with friends or just to take away with your family uh you have so many flavors from i don't know i tell you sweet savory um but obviously the most traditional is the beef empanada even in each region you have you know like the traditional uh empanada so for instance in argentina it is said that one of the most tastiest is the empanada salteña so this is from the region of the north salta near bolivia let's say um where the beef is, is hand cut and you know it has its own process so with our own empanadas, uh, in 2022, we participated in Blas Heiran and we won a silver award. I would say probably maybe the first time an Argentinian product is, is awarded here in Ireland. So it's it's more than just winning, it's just uh, getting the product to be, uh, you know, more known and create this awareness on, on the different cultures and, and food out there. And an empanada, it's like, is it like a pastry? It's the outer of pastry. And like I would describe it as looking like a mini Cornish pasty, which I don't know if they really have down here um, in, in this neck of the woods, but certainly up in the north, it's something that you could have got maybe in a in a takeaway up there. But they're like little mini Cornish pasties with um, like a meat filling, for example, is one of the options. And then it you kind of fold the pastry around it and pinch it round in a in a True. Set. Yes, it is similar to the Cornish pasty. Uh, uh, is it correctly said? Um, I think that the difference is it's a bit smaller. It comes in different sizes, but the regular one would be 12 centimeters diameter, let's say. So when you fold it, uh, there's a whole way of doing this that we call repulgue in, in Spanish. Um, and I would say that the main difference as well is that the empanadas are usually fully cooked, um, the filling, let's say, before placing it into the, into the dough and unwrapping it. Okay. Uh, while I think that the Cornish is like it's raw. And then it goes all together into the oven. In our case, it's cooked and then you fill it and you cook it either into the oven or fried. Fried is also so good. <laughs> Everything fried tastes delicious. Which yes. one um, of the empanadas won the, the silver at Blas Naren last year? Uh, the beef, beef empanada. So probably this year we would participate with other flavors because at the moment, uh, we are offering in our shop beef um, we also have chicken uh, with vegetables and well it's actually with spring onions and cream and we also have sweet corn mozzarella and chili flakes uh, ham and cheese and sometimes we also do spinach but probably we are going to be adding more flavors and which one out of all those flavors is the most popular? You know, it's uh, really 
equilibrated. Uh, really equal. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It's been both beef and chicken, I would say, that very popular, but also, you know, the sweet corn and spinach are vegetarian, so yes. And circling back onto the pizzas then, you're great to use locally sourced ingredients and Irish ingredients. Yes, we try to do this as much as possible. Of course, that there are some ingredients like the flour, which we use uh, directly from Italy because my husband is very um, demanding in the high quality of the product and it has to be with specific uh, amount of proteins. And, you know, also our pizzas go through the natural fermentation process. So, for instance, um, he does the mixing, it rests, then it is boiled and rest again in cold for two, three days. So the pizza that you will eat is probably already been, you know, uh, through this process with at least 72 hours or more of this uh, natural leavening um, processing. So it's, it's natural. And I would say, for instance, obviously that if you have an intolerance or an allergy is not suitable for you, but it is so easy to digest. It is what, what is called uh, for low map. So it's really digestible and, and so light, you know. Um, so it's the Napolitan style, let's say. It is stretched in the moment. The toppings are added in the moment, and then it goes to the timber, uh, good fire oven, which is 400, 450 degrees, and it's literally less than a minute until the pizza is, is ready to eat. Gosh, it's really quick then, isn't it? It is. <laughs> so it's like uh, we say slow food cooked fast. Yeah. So like making the ingredients and preparing it and getting it to that stage ready to cook takes a really long time. But yes. once it's ready to be cooked, it's it's just done in the flash, which, you know, if you're working out of um, a pizza oven that can only cope with one pizza at the time is a good thing. But, you know, obviously you have a bigger pizza oven now on your on your new premises. Yes, yes. So when we moved on to this uh, new place last year, we bought uh, an oven which was custom built for us in Italy, in Salerno. Uh, it's a brick oven, and if you see it, it's like golden on the outside. It's really beautiful, and it has capacity for five pizzas. Um, so this is more or less the, the actual capacity that we have. It's like every 15 minutes, we can uh, more or less uh, have five, six pizzas um, delivered. So it's not as, you know, going to, to a massive uh, chain is a slightly different and we have people calling in advance you know uh, because they 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 are aware of, of this so every weekend is just crazy it's it's so busy so you've got a lot of support from the local community yes 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 we are so thankful and it's it's been great since we started with you know we have our loyal customers and they are they are every week Actually, at the moment, we are uh, we have been temporarily closed a few weeks because we are working on expanding, which I will tell you more now. And people was just uh, 
you know, they were literally texting us like, when are you open again? I cannot be without my weekly pizza fix, you know. So um, because of this, we decided that this weekend we, we will reopen with the pizza um, from Friday to Sunday. At least you have something there because we know that they miss us, you know. <laughs> That's lovely. So it is. And I, and I want to ask you more about the renovation. But before we do, we get on to that, Alfa Yores, am I saying that right? For, the, yes. for anybody that wants to have something sweet after they've had the, the pizza, you also do these beautiful desserts. Yes, yes. So uh, alfajores are the most popular snack in Argentina. Uh, I need to re review the numbers, but I am not telling you it's about 7 millions per day are sold. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, so it's like you are on the bus, you are walking, wherever you are going is like the usual snack, you know, like if you would have a taito here or a, I don't know, a, a chocolate. So in Argentina, you have an alfajor and there are different types of alfajores, but the very traditional one is it's like a cookie sandwich basically so the dough is with a little bit of chocolate and honey it's it's really tender it's filled with dulce de leche which is our traditional you know uh peanut butter in a way you know like in here you have peanut butter we have dulce de leche which is milk caramel and well and this alfajor is covered in, in chocolate so this is one of the traditionals we do also we have the corn flour uh, in Argentina it's called alfajor de maicena and we have a few more that my husband created with um, walnuts and, and different combinations as well yeah, I saw some of images of the, the sweet treats on the website and I had to move away from it because they were just making my <laughs> water so much and looking for looking to have something really um sweet and treat like they look absolutely amazing. So as you say now, you're in the middle of a, a building renovation because you're expanding um the premises. And I think it's really amazing and it's fantastic news that you started in 2021 and it's not even the summer of 2023. So in less than two years, you've expanded so much. What can people expect whenever you open the new premises? Okay, so this is actually, I think it's going to be the first time we share this information. So shh, keep it for you. <laughs> um, what we are going to have is, until now, it was mainly takeaway. We didn't have a sitting space. So now it will be, uh, let's say, a fast casual experience, but still there will be sitting space. Uh, I guess that we are finalizing the, the count, but it will be between 50, 60 sitters. And we will have the way of working. The concept will be uh, different stations. So we could even call it a market, <laughs> an Argentinian food market in a way. So we will have the um, pizza station. Then we will have uh, in the... Um, main station of the building let's say uh, all the empanadas and sweets as you mentioned uh, alfajores we also have some traditional pastries uh, we have 
then some classical desserts as uh, brownies, lemon merengue, uh, cheesecakes. Everything is artisan made from scratch, uh, usually locally sourcing. Um, and then the great news is that we will also have um, grill, which actually I don't know what is the real translation because we say parrilla, you know, in, in, in Argentina, uh, but it's not really grill, it's more like a barbecue. But you know that in Argentina and also in Brazil, um, when we do our meats is not with direct fire is with the charcoal okay so this is the way that we're going to be offering so there will be um a range of meats uh hamburger and also what we call choripan so it's the chorizo in bread it's like a sandwich so yes uh, there will be some very exciting news because this is going to be absolutely, well, a novelty in Korea. And I guess that in this concept, in this format, something unique in Ireland. Well, look, congratulations to you and your husband for being so ambitious, creative, bringing something so new and different to Kerry. And um, the, the residents of Killarney are very lucky to have you there. I'm sure this new part of your, your business will be a resounding success as well. And if anybody wants to find out more about the business, where you're based, for example, so that the next time they're in Kerry, they can be sure to call in with you. Where's the best place to direct them to? Absolutely. So they can either visit our website, which is uh, www.tangostreetfood.com. And also we invite everybody to follow us on social media. We are most active in, on, on Instagram. We also have obviously Facebook, Twitter and everything else. Um, we are located in Macros Road in Killarney. So that's, you know, just a few steps away from the junction where you turn to Ross Castle. And we are planning to open by the end of the month, most likely the first few days in, in April, hopefully. And if everything goes according to the plan. Brilliant. Well, fantastic, Pamela. Delighted to talk to you about it today and continued success. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And I hope that you can come soon to visit us. You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM.